Sometimes Rapunzel gets bundled in towers. Sometimes the witch has her way. But when floundering at sea, you got a friend in me, Liv and Hannah. From frost to savannah, when unexpected in looking, just choppy. So ears wide and poppy, and a spoonful of Disney a day. Hi, Liv. Hi, Hannah. How are you doing on this fine Tuesday? It is so hot out there. Not that I really know, because I've been inside revising all day. Um, I'm well. Um, I'm feeling, you know, fresh and prepared for tomorrow. Uh, I very much enjoyed our movie today. You know, all, all good things. Yeah, pleasant surprise. It is literally like the middle of summer now. It's so warm. Mm. I think I even got How a little bit of sunburn. I'm good. I'm just um sleeping a lot. Nothing changes. Um, sleeping and eating a lot. You know, just living uh living my school holidays esque sort of dream. <laughs> but as a twenty six year old, yeah, getting Hannah to stay awake during these Disney sequels is actually quite a challenge. I've had I've been quite good actually. It's just like today it was coming up to my like normal nap time like i don't know how i'm going back to the real world after this like i literally need a nap time like a fucking toddler but i did get a bit of good news today well <laughs> because um i suddenly thought um there's like a po- there's a po- a small possibility which i hope never comes to fruition that I won't get another job and I won't be able to return to afford I won't be able to afford to return to London for a while so I'll have to move back in with my parents and I was like that seems awful what can I do to make this better so I was like mum if that's the case can we get a dog so that I'm not like totally miserable and desolate and she was super receptive like she didn't laugh in my face she like she kind of agreed that it was a good idea so whilst I hope, like, I don't have to do that, at least I know, you know, there'll be something, there'll be something good if that did have to happen. Yeah, it's always good to look on the positive side. Um, I, I think that is my positive thing. I have already expressed um, my complete, you know, outrage at this statement. Because if Hannah's parents get a dog, there's no way I can force her to come back to London anytime. But soon. I'm not. I'm not gonna move back in with my family just so I can have a dog. Like that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I technically have moved back in with my family, but this is purely right now a temporary arrangement, a temporary <laughs> lockdown arrangement. But I think that's my positive thing, you know, because it might not happen. But it's nice that she didn't laugh in my face as she used to whenever I'd ask for a dog. What's your positive <laughs> thing today? Um, my positive thing for today uh, is that... Oh, they are getting few and far between. I talked about the weather yesterday, didn't I? Um... <laughs> topics. <laughs> topics to discuss. <laughs> topics, topics, topics. 
I'm like looking around the room desperately like have I done anything new uh I didn't cry over exam stress yet today that's good well what what did you have for lunch tell us about your food so far today well I had leftover chili for lunch which was quite nice that sounds really good that was that was a nice thing um Oh, you know, I got some dungarees. I got some dungarees from um, Lucy and Yak. Oh, and your they vagina arrived. dungarees arrived. The That's vagina very dungarees, exciting. They've arrived. That is very fun. Um, and they fit, which is great. Um, so coming to a... Coming just outside two metres of you soon will be <laughs> a woman with vagina dungarees frolicking with almost careless abandon. I'm really excited um, to see them not in real life, probably in a picture. <laughs> I'll definitely get them on for a picture soon. Uh, I um, I was clearing out my wardrobe yesterday and um, I messaged a friend of mine, called, a friend of the blog called Cara Taylor, um, because Cara Taylor went travelling for a really long time and came back and has no nice clothes. I mean, she has lovely clothes. I didn't mean it, Cara. You do have nice clothes. But she has no kind of what some would refer to as hoe clothing for when she isn't going to a farm shop and is actually going to a bar. Um, so I'm going to give her a load of my clothes, um, which is really That's great. Really nice. Which is a nice recycling thing to do. So that was a positive thing as well, um, because it means that all the clothes that I've now grown out of, I can watch have a lovely life with a friend of mine. So that's also positive. That's lovely. That's like the time that we were in Thailand and I realised that I'd grown out of like my like original hoe dress because it was literally like a size six and I was just holding on to it. <laughs> and then we stayed in this hostel in Chiang Mai owned by this like amazing crazy Thai lady. She was obsessed with it and I gave it to her. She like put it on over all her clothes and we just loved it. And I was like, you know, I feel good. I feel like it's gone to the right home. Yeah, she was talking about some boyfriend she had. I couldn't really... And then she was talking about how when she was younger, like, all the men loved her. <laughs> I believe it. She was like, I'm so beautiful. I'm <laughs> just so beautiful. And I was like, I really wish I had that much Yeah, like, oh, she was great. I hope she's still getting some use out of the dress. Yeah, me too. Um, But let's have a little moan, if you will, for... For a minute or two. Um, what's your petty complaint today? Um, my petty complaint. I feel like I shouldn't throw my boyfriend under the bus again. So this is a safe space. <laughs> this is a safe space. Um, my petty complaint. Um, is that. I'm cooking dinner tonight and I frankly can't be bothered. I'd quite like Well, I just... like that you've, that you've still sort of thrown him in there in a sort of roundabout, <laughs> sort of roundabout way. No, it's, it's almost <laughs> definitely my turn to do it. And I normally love cooking for people. Cooking for people is my life. But, you know, I just... Not every just day, really, No, I just really feel like lying down and watching some shit netflix and having food served to me and then washed up well during your exam season i don't think you should be expected to make any dinner to be honest i'll report that back in the most (laughs) 
<laughs> objective way possible. <laughs> and what is your petty complaint for today? Um, mine is that last week I fancied some chocolate digestives, which um, so this is a thing which is like both really good and bad thing is that my mum buys loads and loads of treats which was amazing but when I normally live in London with Liv I don't have treats at home because it's extra expenditure and also I have no self-control and we'll just <laughs> eat like five packs of biscuits and then feel sick for two days and then not learn from my mistakes but my mum always has treats so it's like Maybe, I don't know, I think I've gone a little bit better. Um, But, like, I'm going to have to adjust to a life where I don't just have access to a Cornetto every day at some point, and that's just quite sad. Anyway, one of the treats... I was going to say, is that your petty complaint? Sometime (laughs) in the future, all of this going on and all of the terrible things and your complaint for today... (laughs) I want to eat a strawberry Cornetto every day for the rest of my life. No, so... (laughs) She buys um, chocolate digestives as part of it. And last week I really fancied some. But by the time I got round to the cupboard to get some, Molly had eaten them all. And then today, I fancied some. And when I went to get them, she was eating the last one. So two weeks in a row, well, she gave me half. Which, you know, isn't the same. Two weeks in a row, I've missed out on chocolate digestives. I mean, you need to be faster. I know, but like. Well, you know what? You could you could start like screwing them away in places. I don't know why I'm doing a real man thing right now and just trying to solve your petty complaint. Like, I'm sorry, that sounds awful. That's not what we do here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, next week I'll I'll have to be quicker, but um, I'll report back on that. I look forward to it. I'm Team Hannah for the win. So our film today was The Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea. Uh, Quite a good good title, actually, when you think about it. There's been some sort of uh, shoddy ones, shoddy, uncreative ones so far. Yeah, I think what was the, what was the Beauty and the Beast one that was terrible? Like an like a Christmas beast. That was Enchanted Christmas. Christmas there we go. <laughs> You've renamed it a Christmas Beast because of your <laughs> hatred of it. But it might as well be called that. Um so before we get into it, let's do ten second plot and I'll go first and I have to admit that I did fall asleep for about twenty minutes of this film, which is like a third of it. But I'll do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got the gist. Okay, and three, two, one, go. Eric and Ariel have a baby called Melody, and Melody wants to go in the sea, but she can't because it's too dangerous because Ursula's sister wants to kill her, but she goes in the sea anyway, and then Ariel has to go back, and then they save Stop. her, and then that was, that was awful. That was pretty much it, to be fair. You got all the highlights. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Liv's <laughs> turn. Three, two, one, go. Melody is Ariel's daughter and she loves the sea but she has to stay out because she's cursed. She goes into the sea, she finds the evil sea witch, the evil sea witch makes her steal the triton and then she, she saves time. the time and there's a involved somewhere. I just want to say that there was a lot of gesticulation during that and I really liked the passion. Like Liv was like, <laughs> I need to get these points across. <laughs> there was. I'm quite an expressive talker which is quite 
quite weird to get that across in a podcast. <laughs> so what were your general thoughts on this film? I thought it really stood up. You know what? We've gone, we've, we're, like, there are a few now that we've found that aren't completely awful. I guess um, so I far actually, as to say as this was good. I thought that this, so I thought that Melody, the main, so the principal character's Melody, who is Ariel and Eric's daughter, um, and I think that she had a far more interesting character development than, than Ariel did in her film. Um, because Ariel essentially just fell in love with a man and then got a bit obsessed and then tried to make up like all of this sort of stuff. But Melody had a kind of tortured, I don't really know who I am, I'm a teenager, everything's a bit confusing thing about her. And she went into the sea and then realised that actually that she didn't want to be away from her family. I thought there was more, there was more stuff going on for Melody than there was for Ariel. Um, purely but probably because they got rid of the romantic element. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think you're right. So, I mean, when we watched the original Little Mermaid, I was just struck by how Ariel would want to leave the sea for this man she's never spoken to. And for a world that looks really boring. And this film sort of confirms how, like, boring and just stupid and, I don't know, soulless the people are around her in the human world. I don't know why she stayed there, and I can totally understand why Melody would be like, up there, so I want to go. And, yeah, she's got a much more, like, realistic, I guess, story. She wants to spin sea because Sebastian's nice to her and everyone else is a horrible cunt. <laughs> no, I thought it was an interesting premise. Um, You've got sort of, like, her exploring, like, the flip side of what Ariel did. I, I actually quite enjoyed it. Like, the fact that I fell asleep wasn't because I was bored. Um, I will say that. <laughs> yeah, and I had, um, you know, I, I quite liked Ariel's sister. Um, Dip and Dash, the, the characters that she met, which I think you probably missed during your nap. Well, actually, I met okay. them and then I immediately fell asleep. So they maybe quite a sweet I didn't song. like them. They're quite a sweet song. Um, yeah, it had some music as well. That we had some music in there, and it didn't copy the score of the first film. I don't know. It felt like they put a little, little they put a touch of effort into this, which was, which was nice. One thing I will say though is that um, Melody, grown up Melody, is the exact same animation as Ariel, just with black hair and black eyebrows. And I just think like, could you not have like tried a little bit more? <laughs> Like, in her mannerisms and stuff, obviously she's different, but she literally is the same picture. Yeah, that is fair enough. They didn't try that hard on her animation. Um, let's dive right in, shall we? Haha, <laughs> sea puns to <laughs> character <Ooh>. assassination. <laughs> um, I would like to start, if you don't mind. So, the yeah, villain... The villain of this film is Morgana, who's Ursula's sister, who, like, just really fascinatingly, like, we've never heard of her before, we've never met her before, <laughs> but, like, here she is, and she's this big threat, and everybody's scared of her, and um, she threatens that if Melody comes in the sea, she's gonna get her shark to eat her, um, and she has like this inferiority complex thing going on, which is kind of interesting. But I just do think it's funny 
how they've like invented this brand new villain. I mean, I don't, I don't it probably would have been kind of dull to bring Ursula back, even though Ursula's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I actually don't mind the way they did it. I think, did they do a bit of her backstory? They kind of talked about how she was banished, which is maybe why no one had heard from her. And I yeah, thought, her mum obviously preferred Ursula. Yeah, and, and I, I think, think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, and I think um, what's going to say? I feel like she's she is just a pale imitation of Ursula. Like she's a less good, she's a less cool Ursula. Um, but I think the fact that she had a complex about it sort of did tape over some of the crap. Yeah, it was a it was a funny sort of way to go about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, she was okay. She's not, you know, one of the best Disney villains of all time, but she's definitely, she's done, she's all right as a villain, I think. I personally think that King Triton, so basically at the beginning of this movie, um, baby Melody has a locket and it's got like, I don't know, pictures of the mer people and stuff inside because she knows about their existence. But then when they realise she's in danger, they're like, no, we're taking it away. We're going to pretend none of this exists. We're going to build a wall around the sea, even though we live right on the coast. So I don't know what we're going to do to stop her going in there. <laughs> um, and then they give King Triton this this locket so she won't remember. And he walks like three metres into the sea and then just like carelessly disposes of it. And like at first I was like, King Triton, why are you being so dumb? And then I'm like, oh, he obviously wanted her to find it. Why would he like? Oh, do you think he wanted her to find it? Maybe why would he, he... Her to find it? Why would he drop it off so close? Like he could have gone, he could have gone back to like Atlantia and kept it there. But no, he's literally just dropped it like nicely <laughs> off for her, right in front. Or he is just dumb, and I'm um I'm giving him too much credit. I mean, I, don't think I would is. just, I just looked at it and thought, ah, oh, plot. Like, well, that, well, of course, why. but I'm just, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, um. Ariel's kind of boring as ever. Yeah, that's Eric, because they were so bland before. Yeah. I know that Ariel's like a favourite princess among many. And I, I don't I think know why. She's a mermaid. Yeah, it's because she's a mermaid um, and she has cool red hair. And I used to want my yeah. hair to look like hers. But like, all she does is give away a fucking voice for... I mean, we're talking about Little Mermaid 1 now. But give away a voice for a man. For a life that like yeah, exactly. isn't she even doesn't... worth it. That's the thing. So they could, she kind of just, that's all she does. So, you know, it wasn't actually hard to kind of come into this movie and not care about what they did with her character because. Oh, no, I didn't give a shit. I mean, if it would have been like, if the human world was like amazing, like everything she'd ever dreamed of, but everyone's really boring. And so I'm really? like, no, I still don't understand your decision. Get back in the scene. Yeah. Return to I the scene. Return to the sea. I think it's weird that she didn't preempt that her daughter would be obsessed with the sea, considering she was obsessed with the land. I don't know. I feel like that was a foolish oversight, parent-wise. But you know, I she mean, just they, doesn't think. Fine, aren't they? <laughs> she just doesn't think <laughs> Too busy at all. Collecting statues of her husband. Wow. Exactly. Um. That's sort of everybody is significant. We've got our old like old friends like Sebastian and Flounder so it's nice to see them yep yeah, they were good um Flounder got fat I don't understand why that happened um oh my God, it's so Sebastian was exactly the same 
Um, and Scuttle was exactly the same. So yeah, they were like they were fine. They, they, I had no problem with what they did with any of those characters, really. Yeah, no, definitely Melody was the most interesting character. Hmm. Um. Because in the end, they gave her the choice. Or oh, I woke up to see this bit. She could either choose to be a mermaid or a person, and she chose instead to like bring the two worlds together. Like, why didn't Ariel think of that? Just <laughs> all Ariel cares about is Eric because they're boring. It's true. And so we touched a little bit on music, a couple of original songs, nothing like I haven't heard an original sequel song yet that I've been like, get that on my playlist now. But it's it's fine. No, I'd be shocked if we ever did. I mean, I think, yeah, so one of them was, I think the new sidekicks who were essentially a Timon and Pumbaa ripoff, um, they had a quite a sweet song. Um, but no, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not rushing to put it on my Spotify, so. No, not at all. But, you know, fine, inoffensive. But I'm happy that they did some original songs. I think it shows, shows effort. Yeah, like, if they'd have played Under the Sea again, I think we would have lost all respect for them, because it would have been a desperate Mm. move. Definitely. So, it's time for Feminism Corner, which is apparently now what I'm calling this. Um, I think this (laughs) film does pass the Bachdell tests, because of, like, various conversations. Yeah, yeah, um, and Morgana and Surprising Melody. for Ariel that she's able to have a conversation that isn't anything to do with wanting a man. But um, <laughs> I'm really hating on Ariel today. You're really hating on Ariel today. She's just... It's just because you don't like gingers. <laughs> I really wanted... I tried to be ginger for so long. I used to... Um, <laughs> I used to henna my hair. Like, red henna my hair every couple of months. Liv had to help me a couple of times. And it was an absolute fucking nightmare. Like, was your, hair looks, your hair looks great and shiny and it was really red but like it was yeah I don't think I could put myself through that again so I don't hate gingers I just hate um Disney princesses that their only identity point is wanting a man and being willing to give away their voice for that and I'm not going to apologise uh, no one's asking you to apologise. This is a safe space. <laughs> it's a safe space to talk about your hatreds. But now let's have a think about the test that I've written, which I don't think we've even discussed for a few days because the record of these sequels so far. None of them have, yeah. <laughs> is there, number one, is there an equal or similar number of female man characters to male main characters? Yeah? Yes. You know, Melody, Morgana, Ariel... <laughs> <laughs> are the female characters just there for love interests or just there for plot no I don't think so so if we're taking no. Morgana and Melody they've both got quite like an interesting thing that they want yeah do the female characters have their own emotional journeys are they complex yeah yeah I think so I mean Morgana's not that complex but I think Melody probably is but yeah. she's yeah she's got a, like an interesting motivation she's for doing what she's doing because yeah. like she wants to prove that she's better than Ursula I guess as well as get power for herself so it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of cool and do the female characters have other motives than romance yes they do yes they do luckily Melody does unlike her mother <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big old pass 
Little Mermaid 2. Fair, oh, fair than Little Mermaid 1, from memory. Yeah. So, uh, let's do a deep dive <laughs> into <laughs> the... Me- <laughs> oh, no. Into the message. What do you think we're supposed to take away from this? Um, I think it was probably like a be yourself message. Be true to yourself message. Don't build walls. Don't build walls message. Don't don't build walls around your dreams. (laughs) No, I don't think that's what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to say, it's uh, it's quite mystical for you. Um, I think it's something like, uh, in this world the sea is definitely better than land um so don't listen to your mum just dive straight <laughs> dive straight in and um and find out for yourself dive straight in yeah i mean yeah, the probably... sea is better i'm a big fan of the sea yeah i think um, you're right though it's something about you know be yourself like your your identity is your identity yeah, don't and like, don't deny a came... part of you. Yeah, don't forget where you came from. And don't lie to your fucking children about the fact that they're part mermaid. I'm still hoping that my parents turn around and they're like, no, you're actually a mermaid. <laughs> I don't know what that would do to our friendship. Like, it would be really <laughs> hard to visit you. <laughs> I just, like, have to sit, like, on a really, like, safe bit of... Um... You could just sit on a rock and I'll, I'd flip up every now and again. Maybe that would be what it would take for me to get over my fear. It would, have to, be, it would have to be something like as major as that. <laughs> so what did you rate it? Did I rate it a 6.5? I think I rated it a 6.5. Because I rated it a 6.5 too. I mean, seven, eight, nine, and ten, and obviously the elusive eleven, um, are for good movies, like movies that I'd be like, oh god, you have, you should see this. It's great. Yeah, like I, one again, movie looking forward to watching again. Yeah, I wouldn't sell my best sex to make the money to go see this movie <laughs> at the cinema. <laughs> I would say like I'm if, not I'm not if, gonna be strutting my stuff on a street corner. <laughs> wow. What a sentence. Um <laughs> I would say that like if you're yeah, I gave it a six point five because I did enjoy it. I think it was on the kind of I think it was on the good side. I'm I'm using the G word. Um and it, like if you like the original Little Mermaid, like definitely give this a watch. Because it feels mm, like quite a, a, faith, a faithful sequel, you know. What else are you doing right now? What else are you gonna? What else are you gonna fill your time with? <laughs> what else are you fucking doing, all of you people? Um. So, should they have bothered? Should Disney have bothered? And should we have wasted our time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think it's worth. I think it's worth watch. I yeah, think I mean, someone were to say to me at this moment, what sequel would you recommend? I'd say this one. Yeah, because actually the character story is, I'm not going to say it's better than the Little Mermaid one, because like I'll probably be really like, ostracised from this earth. But definitely the central character story is more interesting than the Little Mermaid yeah. one. Yeah. 
So Definitely. I think it's I think it's good. I get give it a watch, you know. And finally, it's what we're all here for. Um, I'm not anticipating, you know, anything, anything much from this question today. But is this your Disney sex film? Are you gonna have sex with anyone? from return to the sea are you going to return to the sea to have sex with anyone from the little mermaid too <laughs> <laughs> um i still would sleep with eric because i think he's quite hot um i would sleep with king triton you know but then i worry if i have a dad complex but i think king triton's <laughs> quite powerful i'd like him to make me into a mermaid um Sebastian seems a bit mad, like mit, bit like, you know, he's he's the kind of guy who would want to use both a femidom and a condom. It will be a bit much. <laughs> oh, I just remembered that near the front of the film, Melanie. One of the issues of Melody is that at the start of the film, she like does an impression of Sebastian's accent. It's like, oh yeah, you can't do that, Melody. Stop. But that's relevant. Sorry, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Um, to be honest, that's fine. I, you were giving me time. I was trying to think if there was a semen joke I could make, but I just can't make. I can't make one happen. No, we'll just. So say I'm not going to force it out of me. <laughs> um, or him. <laughs> or him. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> um, it's time for Hannah's nap time. <laughs> I would. I would have sex with King Triton, but like, I don't want to enough. I would like actually go under the sea. <laughs> like he's he's not tempting me enough to like break my biggest fear. Um, Eric, I won't go near him because he's so boring. Like I find it offensive. Um, what's... Morgana, no. Ariel, no. Obviously not Melody. She's a child. No, it's not up there for me. It's not worth it. And so comes the end of another episode of a Disney a day. What a lovely time we've had. Liv, anything you want to say? Follow us on all the social media platforms. Woo! <laughs> I love how much this is just a sight to send us in the sort of madness. Don't follow us in real life. Stay at least two metres away from me. I'm the one in the vagina dungarees. I just want to say, I know this isn't petty complaints corner, but this isn't a petty complaint, but I went to the shop the other day and I wanted to fucking hit everyone in there. I was the only person wearing a mask and people were just getting so close to you and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot and this is why we've got one of the worst death rates from this virus in the world. And that's the tea. <laughs> and to leave you on a positive <laughs> note. <laughs> We've been Hannah and Liv with a Disney a day. Keeps the runner away. But a sequel might give you corona. Except not for this one. This was quite good. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Yay! <laughs>